0: There's an intersection by my house where Uh the road leading outside of my development, okay, goes across a pretty major thoroughfare Mm -hmm. and then then into uh, a shopping center uh, across the way. Nobody expects that you're going to, that somebody coming from there is going to go straight. They figure you're either turning left or turning right. But, like, I guess it just doesn't occur to them that they're going straight. So, every, like, single fucking time, an entire lane of people turn left automatically when you're trying to go straight and almost cause a huge accident. And I can't figure out what to do. I'm like, (laughs) I mean, there's, there's no signal for... I'm not turning left.
1: right. There's no signal
0: for I'm not turning right. you know So like what what could you possibly do to indicate I, I would prefer not to be in a fatal car accident today.
1: So when I was a kid, I had two things that I wanted cars to have, and I didn't understand why cars didn't have them. Number one was um, like a, a, a night rider type light in the middle that would tell people if you're going straight. So that would be like your your you know you'd have your left signal, your right signal and then you'd have your kind of middle middle signal in in the under the hood. And then the other thing was an an L- LCD um thing in your back in your rear bumper so you uh-huh. can send so you could give people messages. Yes. Like uh if someone lets you in, you know, when you're merging, you could say like thanks. Or like you know, I was a kid, so I was like, if you see a pretty girl, you'd be like, "Hey, good looking." Uh,
0: yeah, and today it would just be eggplant emoji, eggplant emoji.
1: <laughs> but I, I, I think this could solve your problem. So we need to get on Shark Tank
0: immediately. We should, we should do that because I don't know. I re- I, I honestly feel like one of these days it's just, it's just gonna happen, and I mean. I guess I could use one of the other entrances, but it's the fastest way to the Popeye's.
1: (laughs) And that is, of course, the most important thing in the country, is
0: how quickly can we get to a Popeye's? It's time. Time for a thrilling story of romance, adventure, mystery, anything with an expired copyright. It's time for another Interrupted Tale.
1: Hello and welcome everyone to another episode of Interrupted Tales, uh, the show where my friend and I take turns reading stories to you, our dear listener, uh, while the other person constantly interrupts. As always, I am Rob and I'm joined by my friend Alan. We're back, baby. Yeah uh, This week we've got a spectacularly old timey tale uh, It's from the All Story magazine uh, Which has a, a lot of advertisements in it for an All Story magazine um, From December All <laughs> Market <laughs> Magazine didn't go over as well <laughs> No um, it's from December 1913 So this is, uh, this is about as far back This is further back than we've gone so far um and it's a little story
0: archives yeah
1: we're digging into the archives yeah it actually has uh advertisements for cocaine i think um and uh we're gonna start off with a little we're, we're gonna have a little tale called the gold mill by raymond spears Peter Maskin was dead and in his grave. The mill where he ground corn and more than corn was silent in the gully of the run.
0: When they say more than corn, do you think they're implying something like incredibly evil or it's just like corn, but also sorghum? It could be evil corn. Oh,
1: (laughs) what? (laughs) Two two birds. You got it. There was no one left there was no one to lift the shunt board and let the water pour down over the great overshot wheel. The corn that was in the toll bin grew musty and sour where
0: it lay heaped. This sounds like a CBS Sunday morning segment. No, the <laughs> whistle stop cafe doesn't serve dusty railmen anymore. There was no one, so far as the countryside knew, who
1: could claim the mill and thirty acres of land. The bullet that bored through the heart of old Pete the Miller made joy where there had been suffering and dismay. (laughs) Good. A happy tale of gun violence. (laughs) Finally, people are telling the good part of a bullet tearing through a man. It seemed as if the man's bones had cast their blight like salt across the mill lot, for only rank weeds grew there, except at the entrance to the mill. There was hard, bare
0: ground. Yeah, I prefer the Rank Weeds. You know what I'm... The Rank Weeds. Yeah! It's 420 somewhere. It was
1: easily believed that the bones did not rest. The crowd that came to the man's funeral was large, not to increase the mourning, but to see with their own eyes that
0: old Pete had not been too mean to die, as some had said. Too mean to die, too fast to live too furious, too <laughs> ludicrous. <laughs> if he had stood up in his coffin and demanded
1: tolls, demanded interest money, demanded payments, there would have been fear, dread, horror, but no surprise.
0: Uh, like Jigsaw. That's, that's uh, the latest Saw movie. That's the
1: latest, uh, that's, yes.
0: Sorry, I didn't, <laughs> I know literally nobody knows that. <laughs> I knew what Jigsaw
1: was. Uh, it's- sort of. The face was no grayer in death than it had been in life. Across that countenance had spread the terrible disease of avarice. He would have cursed the extravagance that took from his leather pocketbook the money for the coffin in which to inter his own remains. A box made with his own hands from weather old fence boards had been good enough for his wife.
0: Good news, honey. I finally tore down that old fence you were nagging me about.
1: (laughs) It's a good news, bad news situation. He asked no better for himself He had denied none more than he denied himself The high sparrow of the Old West Nice Now when the wind blew at night With old Pete in that extravagant box of his The box that had made the undertaker and the coroner grin with triumph There came loud wails from the old mill There came
0: low howls Quavering yells, bellowings, and laughter no chuckles. We don't serve their kind. It's the candy that thinks it's a gum. It was the laughter
1: that made that road unpopular at night.
0: Uh, <laughs> what kind of alternative would they have? Really, like they're gonna have an all-night rave up at the mill? Woo! Yeah, I hear Dead Mouse is gonna DJ tonight over the sound <laughs> of grinding wheat. <laughs> Play
1: sandstorm. <laughs> when the screams of the wind, when the screams of the wind whirling through the mill were loudest, one could see by moonlight pale figures come pouring out of the door between slams, figures that danced whirling over the bare place, killing all the things that might have grown there, and then leaped up over the burdocks and were gone in a puff.
0: Stephen King's *Children of the Cornmeal*.
1: By day, the snakes gathered on that bare ground in sunny weather and made trails across the dust of bran and corn. It was a brave man who would go to that old mill and stand in the gloom, looking into the dusty recesses, curtained by the wavering cobwebs swung down from beams and frames. Youths made passing the old mill the test of their courage. They reported green eyes in the dark of the mill. Everyone knew that it was old Pete the
0: Miller's cat, but none knew whether the cat was alive or dead. The cat, the cat, totally does. I mean, why don't? Why does, <laughs> Never ask the cat.
1: It's a good point.
0: Why didn't Schrodinger just ask the
1: damn cat? Yeah. The cat had been Old Pete's wild companion, a lank black hunter that never grew fat. The very rats in the mill were lean from dodging the angry miller and his no less angry cat a mad she-cat an old maid that had never littered kittens helped make the place untenable unten- no matter whether she was alive or dead
0: yeah like the, the listing is uh, room for rent haunted mills uh split utilities with possibly undead cat <laughs> must have references <laughs> there was yet the hoarded gold. Oh, damn, here we go. I got my copy of the Declaration of Independence. Somebody just give me a <laughs> cipher and a shovel. and I'll be in somebody's backyard in a week.
1: There's gold in that there mill.
0: It was gold
1: that had transformed the pretty green water, Maskin's run gully, into the terrible mill site that it had become. Everyone knew the story of that gold. Yeah,
0: except, ironically, Curly. It lured while it repelled. The Orkin Man of Mill (laughs) Sights. When Peter Maskin
1: was a young man, he was like all the other young men of the land. He skylarked round, courted the girls, and even spent his money for moonshine.
0: Yeah, but only small batch distilleries. He's quite particular about how he goes blind. (laughs) He used to go down the river on log rafts, and came home on
1: the train and overland on the stage with a long coil of handy line rope over his shoulders with the rest of them. One trip, the Chattanooga Sawmill paid him off in gold. Paid him $100 in gold for a string of logs. He had never seen gold before. If the word was a part of his vocabulary, none remembered ever hearing him use it. Did, Did he just say the G word to me? "'Only my people get to say the G-word?' "'If he had ever hungered for gold, "'not a man or woman in all the world knew it.' "'Now he stared at the coins, "'the five coins, "'and his companion saw growing in his eyes "'the terrible look which was never again to leave them, "'the look that spread across his countenance "'and stretched down into his hands and fingers, "'changing them into hooks,' that always
0: pulled toward him. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, Peter. We thought you just had gold fever, but now that it's spread to your hands and fingers, it's it's definitely gold syphilis.
1: <laughs> that's, that's the worst guy. Never a piece of gold did Peter Maskin spend. He doled out his pennies and his silver and eked out his toll of corn, but never did a gold coin slip past those hooked hands of his. If he loaned money, he paid it over in silver and paper and drew it back in gold. Pay me back in gold, he would demand as he counted out his paper and his silver. Oh,
0: hey, come on. Give me a break, man. The gold store is closed and, you know, the convenience store has a minimum and I don't want to buy gold gum just to break this. (laughs) Always he had paper and silver. They
1: paid for his coffin with paper and silver. They paid the coroner's fees, the sheriff's fees, everybody's fees, with silver and paper from the dead man's wallet. There was one empty compartment into that cowhide wallet. When someone who was curious held the leather to the reflection of the sun, it gave off the sheen of gold. What kind of
0: what CSI forensics are they doing? They, like The gold rubbed off like the raised letters on a discover card? They could not help but
1: divine that old Pete had never let his silver or his paper touch his gold or go into the receptacle of his gold. Where did he put his gold?
0: Men asked one another. On the moon. No, you fucking idiots. It's in the mill. It's in the (laughs) mill. Just
1: Just ask the fucking cat people. Oh, God. None could answer. None dared to seek it. He took it with him tradition took to saying some believed that the kettles in which he was supposed to have buried it had gone into his grave to rattle among his bones in the depths of their hearts many a man wished that he could stumble upon that gold not one had his wish
0: uh they should have gotten a dingle genie oh
1: dingle dangle the man who found the gold had never heard of it nor dreamed of having gold And it fastened itself to him like the old man of the sea. His name was Doland Kolb, a harmless man who spent most of his time playing the fiddle. He would rather feed his soul with music than feed his stomach with food or clothe his body with wool.
0: So He's like the naked cowboy, but with a fiddle slung around his crotch. So it leaves leaves a lot less to the imagination. (laughs) Shiftless... Good-natured,
1: carefree, he had never been drawn taut in all his born days. He shambled through the mountains, playing as he walked along. He would stop and play for a gray squirrel if the squirrel showed interest and appreciation.
0: (laughs) You, my brown-eyed squirrel. Hey, thank you, thank you. You're fantastic. (laughs) Just imagine the squirrels, like,
1: peppering him with acorns. (laughs) He charmed a whole drove of mules
0: one day. Mules out. For summer. Hey, appreciate it, man.
1: Foxes came a long ways behind him, doubtful of the man, but charmed by the inspired strains.
0: Okay, I want you to do this one with me, okay? Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Ah. You say... <laughs> what do you... And you say... Um, Fox on the run?
1: What are we doing? It was
0: Fox Lobster. <laughs> ah, okay,
1: have- By the way, so brief aside. I played that song for my son for the first time ever, and I'd forgotten that that song is like six damn minutes long. <laughs> goes on. It goes on forever. Um, but everybody had matching towels. Fantastic. If a, if a man invited him into a snack, well and good. He was worthy of his hire, and he would play a family to sleep to show his appreciation. and then he would rob them blind
0: (laughs) yes yes come in have some hearty stew and just stand over my children while they're in their beds at night and just jam wank if you will
1: stare as much as you want looks are free but if a dog howled he would take down his strings and loosen up his bow rather than hurt even the feelings of a beast He bore no hard feelings against any man in all the world when he came over the divide and started down the trail of Maskin's Run. Others called that the lonesomest trail in all the world, but not so, Dolan Cole. It inspired him. A storm was just coming in, and the far lightnings bellowed forth low thunderings, which the fiddler set to music, and poured it back into the full sky, a part of the chorus
0: and the play. Nice, nice, okay. Um... You know, God, you're you're playing a little behind, not quite my tempo. If the sky had its lightning, clouds and thunder, the
1: earth had its mountains, shadows and dolan coal, ragged, shaggy and impassioned, pouring out his tunes like a bird.
0: Hello, wonderful world. My bitch is bad and bougie, cooking up dope with an oozy. <laughs> His eyes were on the belching black clouds of the sky,
1: and he stepped high to avoid the boulders and cobbles of the road. He was awakened from his reveries by the loud and discordant splash of a huge raindrop on his fiddle. The splash stretched a string, and he looked about him in haste and dazed, surprised, trying to place himself, wondering how he had come to be in such a place without shelter at such a time.
0: Hey! Probably started when he dropped out of grade school to become a homeless minstrel. If you want a sliding door it that's that's probably where it, where it kicks off. Butterfly effects. Uh, heretofore,
1: it had been a picture, but now he saw the gray, sheeting rain coming, and to save his precious strings, he must find shelter. Ahead of him loomed a mill, gray and solemn, with the water pouring out round the shunt board and falling down in spray wasted on all but an eye for neglect and beauty and fallow scenes.
0: Yeah, really makes you want to watch that YouTube channel about abandoned shopping malls. <laughs> he swung into the old mill and sat down just inside the doorway
1: to wait while the storm should drive by. If his fiddle strings had not been dampened by that one drop that splashed on the instrument, he would have played on. As it was, he could only look at the rain. Oh,
0: I can't stand the rain. If only I could think up a song.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There were no windows, so he was stuck. Then, growing restless, he began to look around him in the mill. He saw what all the others had seen, cobwebs, dust, musty toll bin and wheels and burrs that did not turn. He walked round and climbed upstairs to look where the corn was shoveled into the hopper.
0: (laughs) Sure, there's really no mill tour without the hopper. That's... Why, they save it for the end. I mean, the cobwebs <laughs> are nice, but the hopper, that's that's where they that's, sell the glamour shots.
1: That's, that's where the money's made, yeah. And he gingerly brushed away the dust that was on webs across the little window there, trying to let in light in order to see better. He knew the mountain mills had listened while they turned over and over. Kalink, kalank, kalunk. And in the silence of this mill, His mind reverted to those other mills. He remembered that each mill had its own sound. The undershot,
0: the overshot, the turbine. Yeah, I'm getting some beech wood from the sluice gate and maybe just a hint of andesite from the millstones. (laughs) I have a very refined ear.
1: it's, It's beautiful. There... In the quiet of this mill, he could feel the music held in the planks, beams, and stones of all mills. He could hear the spirit of the mill singing as he looked at the underground, unground corn sprouting there, and as he thought of the green tolbin, something of the calamity of the mill that was dead stirred in his soul. His breath began to come in short gasps, thinking of what was unplayed, what no man had ever yet played.
0: (laughs) This is a lot like that... Monster Mash tweet where no one's ever played the Monster Mash. They've only played a song about people dancing to the Monster Mash. <laughs>
1: that's a good. <laughs> that's, not my, that's not my tweet. No, no. It's, but it's a beautiful thing. He listened. And amid the uproar of the storm, while the loose planks rattled and the wind drew screaming through the whistling places, he caught the rhythm of the old mill. And he knew that after a time, he would play it on the fiddle and make it into music that would cheer him on his way.
0: I'm going to call that a pretty low point in his career, though, the mill rock opera concept album.
1: (laughs) It's all on roller skates like Starlight Express.
0: It didn't need to be a double album. I mean, you could have cut that down. Listening, he heard a chinking sound, followed by another
1: and another. He looked around, puzzled and doubtful. He could not tell whether it was upstairs or down.
0: I think that was where it gets like spooky, like a mm-hmm. black and white cartoon. Some skeleton's going to play another guy's vertebrae, like a xylophone. The pincushion man's going to come out. I, I got gotcha. you.
1: When he stepped, he heard a rippling of chinking. He stamped, and there was a splashing of metal somewhere. He looked down the steep stairs on which his tracks were printed in the dust as if he had stepped on snow. On the floor, beside his fiddle, was a piece of
0: gold round and dull but unmistakable no i know it's genuine because it's got elvis on the front and on the back it says franklin mint may not increase in value <laughs> it's worthless without a certificate
1: anyway he stared at it curiously wondering not quite comprehending at first for when one has done been a wandering minstrel during many many years the heart does not at first bound with exultant greed when one sights the shift of wind that changes his fortune. Oh, Dolan Cobb was said half aloud. That was the strange note that I heard.
0: Yeah, they say the gold note is about ten Hertz, <laughs> just above the brown note. <laughs> what do you what what happens instead of
1: what happens with the brown note? What do what you ha- think a
0: piece of gold <laughs> falls from the ceiling? I... God. Why are we not? we got to get <laughs> like on this. You, I, I feel like he didn't go to chemistry at all.
1: <laughs> then he descended, making his footprints in the dust upon each step that he had climbed. When he was downstairs, he saw what had happened. His weight on the floor above had shaken the beams and timbers, and one supporting beam beside the burrs had sprung under the weight, and from its hollow heart had fallen a cascade of old gold, which Pete the Miller had accumulated in the years of his grasping and
0: hungering and greed. No, no, that's load-bearing gold. You can't just remove (laughs) that because you want an open kitchen. The fiddler did not stoop at once to pick it up.
1: He was thinking of the sound that it had made, and he did not want to forget that. Then he picked up the coin that he had seen first, where it had rolled through the dust, leaving a sharp, sharp black trail to its resting place, Beside the old fiddle.
0: It was a contrast, that scarred fiddle and the piece of dull gold. Don't pick it up, Donald. Donald. Donald Dolan do, do, Dolan Golden Dolan, Dingle? Dolan, don't take it. No, I don't pick it up, man. I mean this is this is obviously some kind of record industry allegory where the fiddle <laughs> is Kelly Clarkson and the gold is Clive Davis. Dr. Luke, I think. Do, uh... yeah. <laughs> Cole picked it up.
1: He picked up the other coins and put them in his pocket. Then he pulled out the wooden plugs, which had served as a ladder up the beam from which the miller could reach the chute in the hopper of the mill. Each plug was driven into a two-inch auger hole.
0: Uh, that's really specific. Uh, Mr. Kolb, I'm from Goldbringer's Gold Recovery Service. <laughs> Looks like you got a hoard with a two-inch auger. Well, I'm going to have to special order a bit to get at that gold there. Going to be several hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, most of my gold augers are metric, see? And
1: this is a two-incher, and I, I'm i just... My hands are tied. On each hole were pieces of gold. One of the plugs had shaken loose, and the coins had tumbled out.
0: Uh, well, Well, there, Mr. Cole, you know, I loosened it up a bit there with some elbow grease, so... I'm going to knock that estimate down to about uh, $10, but (laughs) I can only give you the discount if you rate us on Angie's list. The fiddler's pockets would not hold it all. They would have torn out if they had held it all. There were
1: 800 double eagles, or 50 pounds troy.
0: Oh, man. Mint state, almost perfect grade double eagles. That is going to make my numismat. numismat. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck it.
1: Your coin collecting group? No. (laughs) No. Yes. Ah, The fiddler looked about him trying to find something, trying to think of something in which to carry the dead weight of $16,000 net.
0: You're going to need a bigger fiddle. He was glad that the
1: storm was lasting as long as it did. He wanted no company there at such a time. As he gazed about, his thoughts quickened and his eyes gained in sharpness. His frame stiffened. From a thousand directions came pouring the avalanche of hopes deferred, of longings ungratified, of inspirations never voiced.
0: Uh, Avalanche of Hopes Deferred is a surprisingly emotional Lifetime original movie. (laughs) And I don't usually cry at those things, but Jeannie Garth, she turns it up a notch, really tugs on the heartstrings.
1: (laughs) He took out the avalanche of Hopes Deferred this Sunday. He took out the coin he had first seen and held it in his hand to compare it with his weather-beaten, wet-stringed fiddle. It was a contrast that he would never forget as long as he should live. There was some heavy canvas on the mouth of the chute to guide the corn down into the hopper and also to prevent the corn from overrunning the brim of the hopper. This canvas, at last, struck the eye of the man, and he pulled it down,
0: a strip 16 inches wide and 3 feet long. Uh... Hey, why's your bindle staff weigh 600 pounds? <laughs> uh, you know, I just uh, I can't help but eat lead. Got a real sweet tooth. <laughs>
1: it would lap itself around his slim waist, and he drew from under his coat a long needle and a black thread, the inevitable, inevitable kit of a wandering minstrel and of those who travel to forget. With this needle and thread, he made himself a canvas money belt whose compartments he loaded with gold.
0: Seven at one gold.
1: (laughs) He swung it round his waist, and over his shoulders, he led strips of canvas to support the weight. When this was done, he picked up the pegs and drove them into the holes in the upright timber again.
0: I think that guy just accidentally invented the bra. He just got the dimensions (laughs) a little wrong. You know, you <laughs> just got to hike it up. It's over the shoulder. Yeah, it
1: just pulls it right up. Yeah. And and remove the gold, because there's no room otherwise. When he was all through, a slim black cat came purring up out of a hole in a corner and brushed around him, her eyes shining green in the dark of the bill. And the cat came back the very next day. The storm had ceased its downpour, but overhead the black clouds milled, Mm-hmm. milled and made ready to break away Dull and cold after a look at the weather picked up his fiddle and his bow and stepped out on the hard pan before the mill doorway there was weight to his step and swagger to his swing he saw with not quite clear understanding that the world looked different than he had ever before seen it
0: it's strange Yesterday, the world looked dark and full of storms, and now it looks like so, so much cocaine. (laughs) Sweet, sweet sugar. He strode away down the run,
1: and as the string of his fiddle had dried out by this time, he turned up the bridge and set up the keys. He tightened the hair of the bow and with a flourish began to play, and he played as he had never played before.
0: Yeah, rich.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hardly he had begun, however, when there was an interruption. Down from the milling clouds shot a bolt of lightning, shivering and splitting the air. It struck the mill fairly, and out of the broken windows and the doors burst clouds of dust, followed by darts and whirls of flame. In a half minute, while the fiddler stared, the dust turned to black smoke, and when a sharp gust of wind swept up the run, it threw back the smoke long enough to give him a sight of a black cat standing with arched back on the peak of the mill's roof, surrounded by puffs of white steam spurting up through the split, wet shingles.
0: Then the fire rolled up. Finally. Here comes the devil. We can get this fiddle contest on. (laughs) I I can just imagine Charlie Daniels reading this story and being like, get to the point, get
1: to the point. (laughs) Dolan Cole
0: laughed while he shuddered.
1: The laugh was for the music that he had in mind. The shudder was for the cat, which a minute before had been so friendly. I better play that piece before I forget it, he said to himself, giving another flourish to his bow to limber up his arm and shake
0: his coat sleeve clear. It's a song about finding a mill full of gold and its unexpected results. It's called, We Didn't Start the Fire. <laughs> and by, by me, I, I, we, I mean, I mean, me and some cat. That's, that's the we the song refers to.
1: <sighs> As he strode along playing, he passed a cabin down in the valley at the foot of the run. He heard a, re- a man remark, show that feller's just a cutting it down, ain't he? Sure, sugar. (laughs) Yes, another answered and then shouted to the fiddler. Hey, you! Lo, I'll give you a night's lodging for some of that music. The fiddler glanced at him with considerable scorn and strode on, playing as he had never played before. Neither the mud nor the hunger that was coming on checked the exuberance of his spirits.
0: Okay, well, at least he's being safe. When When you go sightseeing... You want to have a belt pouch for your gold diploons. Uh, A fanny pack is just way too noticeable.
1: (laughs) He cared nothing now. Many problems had been solved. He was on his way to town, to Rogersville, the nearest one. He fiddled till he struck the sidewalk, when he ceased and stalked with dignity, till he came to the brick hotel, where sat the proprietor at his ease. Hello, doll, the proprietor hailed, just in time. I'm going to have a dance
0: here tonight. It's just fifth graders, so it's a little bit of high C and some uncomfortable shuffling. (laughs) Got something new for us?
1: Nope, Dolan grinned. I'm stopping to the Marble Hall tonight. What? The fiddler scorned the surprise and sauntered on to the big hotel where they played orchestras. There, he tossed a double eagle on the cigar case and demanded a smoke. <laughs> Your finest 380 cigars, please. <laughs> this he followed with a call for a room, and then he was shown to the dining room. I can remember when that feller used to play up the street for his night's lodging, the proprietor remarked, turning the coin over in his hands fondly. Now look at him. Beats all, don't it? The end.
0: Uh, the end so that's really the end <laughs> well uh his, oh. this Are tale you? about uh, gold turning you into an unfeeling monster uh,
1: no, no 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 no. there's just that one guy apparently once you start spending it it's all good <laughs> your life is gonna be a-okay
0: but he's kind of a dick <laughs> Yeah, but you know, but he's just like regular people levels of dick. Just like nope, yeah.
1: Um, He's not like Ebenezer Scrooge level of dickiness, dickishness. He's he's more of a some other Dickens character that I can't recall right now. Level, but yeah, that's the ending. That's it. That's that's not a story.
0: Oh well, it's a story. It's just um. It's it's, you got to you got to think of it from the perspective of the mill, who's really the protagonist. (laughs) Here we
1: go. Okay,
0: right, right, right. It's Like the haunting of Hill House
1: or something. Okay, so I'm a mill sitting there. My owner dies. My miserly owner dies. I'm going into disrepair. All I got is this fucking cat to keep me company and he sucks. And an old tramp comes by, takes on my gold and I'm on fire and I'm dead.
0: Yeah, you hit it. That's that's it. Now, what would you say the moral of that story is?
1: <laughs> the moral of the story is um, you should spend your gold. Okay? Don't just hoard your gold. Right. You should spend your gold on cigars and okay. fine meals and hotels. And you should uh, steal as much gold as possible from locations that uh, you've never been to before.
0: Here's what I think the moral is. All right. Um, don't turn down the squirrel circuit just because it's not a glamorous life. You got to pay your dues. And and eventually, you'll find your mill f- filled with gold and it's, a cat for no good reason. It's a classic Malcolm Gladwell 10,000 hours
1: story. You know, you put 10,000 hours into playing that fiddle and wearing raggedy clothing and not bathing for months. And sooner or later, you are going to find a mill filled with thousands of dollars worth of gold. All right. Well, that was a that was a that was a chilling tale, kind of. And uh, so uh, that, but that brings us to the end of the story for this week. So um, I want to make sure that everybody comes back again and tunes in next time for another exciting
0: interrupted fox lobster <laughs> tale. <laughs> I didn't even try a a Fred Shite there, there, so let me see. Take one. Fox Lobster. Take two. Fox Lobster. Fox Lobster.
1: (laughs) Please continue. I think I think you've almost got it. You've almost got it. You're so close. Okay. So
0: close. Another one for safety. Hold on. Fox lobster.
1: Your best. Your best right there.
0: <laughs> there goes a narwhal.